Hey tribe, it's Nixie Marie. You're listening to New Earth, a podcast where each week we explore the relationship between spirituality and sustainability and how these topics play an important role in the evolution of humankind. Together, we aim to remember our connection with Mother Nature to heal ourselves and save our planet. today. I hope you're feeling bright, shiny, and embracing your light and rainbow self. Uh, What a wonderful day it is, as always here on planet Earth. I'm sending you so much love and so much beauty in this moment and time. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to be here. I think I say that every single time because I am. I'm so happy. I'm always so excited to see you guys in the realms. I kind of feel you all sometimes in in the collective as if you're just kind of sitting with me and being in a workshop together. At least that's what I vision envision when I begin to record the podcast. So uh, lots going on. We've had a pretty big transit going from Taurus season and now we're in Gemini season. So I have some, some feelings and emotions on that. Um, but I am looking forward to the topic of the show today, which we're going to be going right into part two of spiritual ecology, exploring the anima Monday, which we'll learn all about that today. And I couldn't be more grateful for some of the feedback that I received from last week's episode. So many of you resonating with the, the topic and how important it is to have that conversation. So thank you for sharing it out. Thank you for being here and giving me your feedback. It has been Again, so, so lovely to dive into something that has been just on my heart for so long. Um, I'm also working on something really big for you guys. Um, I've been a little silent, I would say, on the Instagram in New Earth Podcast and uh, been working on so many different projects, but something really came clear on what we can, how I can bring us all together because I've been missing you all a lot and just you know, spending time out at sea, it wasn't really that easy to plan events and be able to go live and do all that stuff. But now that we're anchored here for a while, I thought it'd be a great time to work on a new project. So stay tuned. I'm not going to reveal what it is yet because I'm still working through all the details. Um, But if you are a Patreon at one of the tiers, uh, the $33 tiers, you'll actually already be um, in automatically into entered into this uh this new program that I'm going to be launching so um I want to actually thank one of our longest and outstanding patreon members Sarah Langslag she has been a lifetime supporter of the show and been in our membership community over on patreon for 
uh, quite some time and I just wanted to extend my gratitude and thanks and I want to let you know you are actually going to win a free super solid dish soap which is our new product line over at Clarity so I will get your information and we will make sure to ship that out to you this week so congratulations on that and thank you so much again for being our longest supporter and just being being there for us we really appreciate you Sarah and um, for anyone else who'd like to jump on over to Patreon and be a part of our crew over there and grow this podcast in a beautiful way. And my intention is really to bring the collective together, as you all know. Um, so you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash new earth. That's spelled N-U earth. There is many different tiers available starting at $2 uh, up all the way to $33. And you could become a seedling supporter at our basic level. You just get a little tap on the back. Thank you. And also you get a Veracoya designed New Earth sticker, which you guys have all probably seen our logo now. It's a beautiful mandala that represents all the four directions, all the four races, and really is a symbol of unity and how and our intention here within the podcast. So Anyone who supports us on the show uh, over at Patreon will immediately get one of those stickers. So don't forget to join us over there. Um, And we also have uh, a card poll for the day, of course. We are going to be reading from the Moon Deck, my favorite card deck of all time. All right, I pulled the Shadow card, which feels so incredibly relevant to this Taurus season that we just went through. Um, Taurus season, I don't know if you guys felt it, it was very heavy, lots of just dragging my feet to get anything done, A lo- very little energy. Uh, it was just heavy, sludgy and slimy <laughs> in a way. So this shadow card, and I, I actually made a post the other day around if you have been going through a period of shadow or if you often go into those shadow periods and then you never feel like you're ever going to get out of it and then all of a sudden you emerge into this beautiful butterfly I totally I totally feel you and I see you because that's kind of where I've been Uh, I got some pretty gnarly food poisoning too here in Mexico which was inevitable right and so that kind of put me out for almost a week you guys like that was that was not it it was intense so Uh, just going inward. And the shadow card is a reminder that there is medicine in the shadow, which is such a good reminder for those that, you know, when we get into those deep shadow periods, we have to remember there's medicine there. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We're coming out. We're coming out with blossoming wings. No matter how much we think we are going to stay there, it is it is all temporary, right? And, you know, we have to realize that light and shadow play such a vital role in our growth and the dark and the the deep is as valuable as the light and the, the ease and grace. So we must accept that they coexist, right? And that we can embrace our shadow without letting it define us. So, the symbol on this card is actually an owl and owls always represent to me wisdom, like, old, old elder energy. And so the owl is here to support you in that. And remember that through the shadow, we bring in wisdom. And sometimes we need that wisdom on once we're through it, we need that wisdom of going through and navigating some of that darkness to become wise old owls (laughs) when we come out from the other end. And, you know, I often think of how the owl makes this beautiful like whoo whoo and I've I used to listen to the owls when I'd be in Topanga and they just really always put such a 
a, a protection, you know, around, around my, my space. And when I would think about what they actually mean and the symbology behind them and the wisdom that they bring into our lives, I think that that, that noise just kind of brings that soothing of, of knowing that we're going to be okay. You know, the medicine of our shadow is what brings us to deep into our intuition. It develops our empathy. It is an opportunity for us to turn our weakness into strength. So just know that that deeper feeling will ignite an unwavering and powerful core fire within you. And as you go out and share your light after you've been through that shadow period, just remember to cultivate compassion for every shade of your being. So powerful. I love this card. And if you guys are interested in working with this beautiful ritual deck, the moon deck, you as a listener get 10% off using code mother earth. So head on over to the and get yourself a deck. It also comes with this beautiful wood box that I use and it just, I love having my cards. I don't know about you guys, but I love having my cards in a beautiful um, like either a book, a box or wrapped in a beautiful fabric. It just kind of makes my cards feel that much more sacred. So the moon deck also has a beautiful wooden box set that you can get with it. You could also use it for other things. Who knows? All right, let's move into this topic of discussion today. So we're getting into part two of spiritual ecology, which in my feeling and in my understanding the next thing that you and we get to really understand is the Anima Mundi, which is quite complex. And upon doing a lot of research around this, there wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot that I could find. And there's only, there's only several people who really speak on the Anima Mundi. And um, Jules Cashford is actually somebody who really spoke on it in a way that I really felt completely aligned to how she spoke to it because she brought in Gaia, you know, and what Gaia is in essence, how she is, how she is the mother and how she is our protector and how that is related to the soul of the world. And so getting into what Anima Monday actually means is it's the world's soul. It literally, the soul of the cosmos as the intelligent and harmonious principle of proportion or relatedness that exists at the heart of the cosmic pattern and allows the living world to unfold in the best way possible. So Carl Jung actually was a big pioneer and catalyst in this whole principle and he explains the anima monday in a really beautiful way how the collective unconscious extends beyond the individual self to meet the universal objective values so as an example it's as if when we send out a thought form and we're thinking it in a collective way like maybe all of us are thinking I want to bring more love onto this planet. And then we just more of us and more of us begin to think that it begin it begins to extend beyond ourselves to then create a universal objective value. And that's how we create reality. So wholeness is described not by being whole individually or in the self, but actually with the whole universe, which is incredibly macro like it's it reminds me I want to say the word like it's it's stellar you know it's it reminds me of uh Xena what is it it's Xena princess warrior or something 
Oh gosh, it was a Disney movie or a Disney show. I can't remember. One of you guys are totally going to remember and know what I'm talking about. But um, it's like Xena. I think it's just called Xena or something like that. But she was like a total astral babe. They lived up in the, um, oh gosh, I like have to look it up because it was so good. I was obsessed with it. It was, you know, that uh, Xenon, Xenon girl of the 21st century. Yes, that is the actual, the supernova girl. Um, that's what I feel like the Anima Monday sort of brings that cosmic understanding into us as spiritual beings and how we create. So it's really beautiful. It's such a gorgeous concept when we really understand that we are not like we're not separate from even the universe. You know, we're talking about this, the world's soul, the actual memory of nature. And when we look to, you know, just like us and, and why I think, um, it's so important to, to either have an Akashic Records session with someone or understand and become a, an Akashic Records reader. Because in essence, to me, what the Anima Monday is, is the Akashic Records of the universe. And so it, re it recognizes us as one whole part of that. So there's a memory, there's a cellular memory that exists within nature that we too can remember because we're part of it. We are not separate from, from this, just like concept explained in last week's episode around spiritual ecology. And if you're new here and you haven't listened, I invite you to go back to our episode around spiritual ecology part one, because it will explain more in depth how spiritual ecology is so related to this world soul concept. And, you know, what's really interesting is when I was in the Sea of Cortez and we were working and we were working on getting the engine repaired and we had some downtime. I was working in the captain's lounge and I was doing a podcast and not everybody really enjoyed me podcasting in there. It was a shared space and I had been in there one morning and somebody wasn't very happy about that. However, there was also someone who just, I, I had met, it was like one of those moments that just felt so beautiful. And he came up to me after I was doing the podcast and he said, I love what you're talking about. I love this because I study it too. And, you know, he, he's been a boater and a sailor for a very long time. And he came, he came back to me after we kind of introduced ourselves and he, he thanked me for talking about whatever I did. I honestly cannot remember which podcast episode it was, but he then brought me this little, this little quote on a note. And you, you guys probably know me. I love my quotes and this quote actually is so fitting because I, I opened up one of my books doing research for this episode and this quote popped out and it's by Carl Jung. So it's all connected to, and this is sort of like how I would explain the Anima Monday is how we're so connected by this web of consciousness and how it extends beyond us is through our synchronistic connections, through us connecting with nature, through the memory of who we are as a whole. And so this quote says by Carl Jung, there can be no transforming of darkness into light and of apathy into movement without emotion. And I just love that. I mean, emotion is how we move energy, right? If we're if we're staying stagnant and if we're feeling like our our emotions are not being expressed, then there can be no transformation. And this quote really relates to even the card earlier that we were speaking to around our darkness, around our shadow. And 
I really see that it all comes full circle. You know, everything comes full circle because we are in this beautiful planet that is extended out into the cosmos. And, you know, while some of these concepts and theories are potentially a little controversial, especially in science, it's important to, to, I always look at things, you know, as, as a, as a researcher along these topics, I always like to look at like both sides of the story. There is, there's, if it's a hypothesis or if it's a way up a perception, a thought form, a belief I think it's always good to listen with an open mind and take what you love, take what is resonating and leave the rest. And so with this beautiful concept of Anima Monday, there's actually a a company called Anima Monday. We've worked with them before. And now I totally understand, you know, why they're called that and how beautiful it's an herb company. And it just makes all the sense in the world why they would, you know, create a brand, a really beautiful brand, actually around that word because it's so connected to this deep depths of 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 something that we really can't even almost put to words you know it's this feeling that we are connected and it's often the feeling I get when I go into a deep meditative state or I'm in yoga or I'm in this crazy flow of energy of creativity and I'm just flowing and I'm flowing and nothing like time and space and reality just pass by and I have no idea what what's going on because I'm in this cosmic flow of energy that I'm just connected to something else, right? And, you know, it reminds me of the other... Uh, the, the movie that I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, the movie Soul, this movie came out, I think this year, and I've already watched it three times. So <laughs> it's one of my favorites along with Moana. Whenever I need a good cartoon day, it's just like one, one for the books, like it's going on. And in the movie, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but in the movie, it really explains how when we are, when we have this beautiful coherence with the vibration of our soul, of what we're here to do, of our purpose, then we have this, it's like this high, this radiance, this aliveness that goes through us. And so that to me is, you know, us, us being in full integrity and alignment with the soul of the world. Because when we're in our, when we're in our alignment, we're feeding into more of the vibration of the earth's harmony and the way that everything correlates and everything connects. When we're not aligned and we're not in the vibration of the earth's magnetic frequency or the, the universal frequency or the consciousness of this, of this earth, then we are creating what I kind of am seeing right now just psychically is this sort of like schism on a, uh, like if you were seeing a heartbeat, you know, on a, on a monitor that all of a sudden the heartbeat is beating abnormal. And when it beats abnormal, it means something that we're doing is not in alignment with our soul's purpose. So just breathe that in because I'm actually kind of having a breakthrough wherever that channel through was also medicine for me to really sit with and hear. Wallet, 
Well, Earthlings, now seems like a really great time to take a little break and introduce to you a company and brand that I wholeheartedly love and adore with every beat of my heart. My dear soul sister and mastermind colleague, Arana Leah has, of course, this beautiful deck called the Moon Deck, and it is a healing oracle deck of 44 cards, an in-depth guidebook filled with insights and rituals to enhance intuition and self-love. As often as we are activists out in the earth, it's important for us to focus on our inner emotional well-being, and that's what this card deck really supports us with. It has sold tens and thousands of decks around the globe and has become a favorite amongst card collectors and any newbies that have been working with Oracle decks. It can be used as an Oracle guide, a daily tool for reflection and meditation, or simply tarot-inspired spreads. The Moon Deck is printed on FCS certified paper using plant-based ink and is currently expanding their ritual product line while sourcing mindfully. So I always love highlighting companies and brands that really have a soul and a spirit and a, a conscious awareness of the planet in mind. And if you're looking for a new deck to work with, the Moon Deck is your deck. Head on over to themoondeck.com and enter code Mother Earth to get 10% off. That's themoondeck.com and that's code Mother Earth to get 10% off. I do believe that when we get deeper into this, uh, the woman I mentioned, um, Jules Cashford, she went deep into how this theory around Anima Monday was incredibly worshipped as the same as the Gaia and Gaia consciousness was honored as this beautiful mother goddess earth. And so moving into that concept of how Gaia was so like so loved and so the mother, this, this matriarchal, it wasn't even matriarchal at that time. It was really just an understanding that the mother is our greatest teacher, our, 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 our mother, you know, there's no other way, to, easy way to say it. She is our mother. She's the nurturer. She brought us life and why we've gotten so far from understanding that, you know, is, is just a testament to why it's so much more important now to remember it. And what I thought was really fascinating upon researching so much of this for this episode uh, is that it was actually over two, are you guys ready for this? Two and a half thousand years ago, I have like chills, that the West actually saw the earth as a sacred being, like as a collective back in, let's see, 500 BC, which was um, what it says here is like the Homeric hymn to Gaia. And this is also an excerpt from Jules Cashford. And she, like, I wrote this down because I thought it was so powerful because it was a, a way that, that the collective and whoever was on the earth at that time would sing at ritual festivals for so many centuries to Gaia. And Gaia was looked at as the mother who brought forth the universe from herself and all her children were children of the universe. So formed from her substance sharing in her sacred source. And yet Gaia was also the everyday, you know, Greek word for the earth. 
And that also represents to the soil that we dig, the ground that we tread upon, that we lay our feet on, that we that we walk literally on this soil, on this earth. And, you know, for us to be so far from that and have come into this place, it is reasons why it's so much more important to, for us to find grounding exercises. Because how do we now understanding that there is this soul of the world, this anima Monday. And then it's like, okay, well, how do we connect to it? How do we, how do we honor, you know, and remember the memory of nature through our being? And I really believe there's a couple of ways that you can do this by reawakening the sacred in your day to day. So some plan of actions for you, if you would like to reconnect to Gaia as the goddess, as the mother and create, I mean, so many of us have been on this path and on this journey and the work that we do, whether it's singing, art, creative, um, yoga, teaching, whatever it is, a lot of us are feeling and hearing that cry of the earth, like I mentioned in the last week's episode. And so when we hear that cry and we understand that Gaia is the goddess and we are bringing her that resurgence of this memory the ways that we can reawaken the sacred through our daily exercises, I would say, first of all, gardening. If you can create a garden, get outside, get into the soil of the goddess, the earth, and you dig and and appreciate that ground that you tread upon, the earth gives you this medicine when you put your feet in the soil, your hands in the soil, and you can really begin to connect with her wholeness. And when you connect with her wholeness, you connect to your wholeness within. I feel so many people could benefit from gardening. Even if it's not your own garden, you want to go join a collective gardening, uh, like volunteer program for your community, or even just going over to a friend's place and saying, you know, someone who has land or even going to a CSA agriculture program and offering your services or just wanting a tour and you want to spend the day, you know, in nature, it's such a perfect thing to do on a weekend. And it's so powerful because you will be able to reconnect with the earth and, and feel the anima Monday. Cause it's, it's a feeling, right? It's you, when you can feel it's okay. Here's a great example. When you can, when you meet somebody and you, and you just have this feeling inside, like I, I know you from somewhere, you, you are familiar to me. It's the soul recognizing another soul. Maybe we've been on the, on the lifetime journey before together, or we have been, you know, just brothers and sisters in a past life. The soul is recognizing and often recognizes the other person as if, you know, I've, I recognize so many of you that have showed up to some of the live, you know, zoom calls to our gatherings, to our ceremonies. Sometimes I, I feel that way with you listeners because We've, we've created this relationship where we are remembering each other, right? And so that is what I invite you to do now with the earth. Put your hands in the soil, go to the garden and be with nature, be with her, just be with her. That's all she's asking. It's so, so simply gorgeous that, you know, we, we often we often forget and there's so much sacred like sacred spiritual acts if in spirit in in gardening and we you know when we really tap into that it's powerful and i want to read this quote by wendell berry like i said quote 
queen over here. I love it. Um, this is actually by Wendell Berry, who's a big, big leader in a lot of the spiritual ecology, eco spirituality space. And he says, and the world cannot be discovered by a journey of miles, no matter how long, but only by a spiritual journey, a journey of one inch very arduous and humbling and joyful by which we arrive at the ground at our own feet and learn to be at home. I can think of no better form of personal involvement in the cure of the environment than that of gardening. A person who is growing a garden, if he is growing it organically, is improving a piece of the world. He is producing something to eat which makes him somewhat independent of the grocery business, but he is also enlarging for himself the meaning of food and the pleasure of eating by Wendell Berry. I want to repeat this part. It is no better, he can think of no better form of personal involvement in the cure of the environment than that of gardening, which just confirms, again, why I think gardening is so such a beautiful practice. And, you know, growing plants for food and pleasure can and is a very sustainable practice for humanity. It has been for thousands of years. And unfortunately, you know, today it is not seen as something that is of the norm. Yet when you can just grow simple things, you know, maybe start with tom tomatoes or start with uh, an herb garden, something that you can do. You know, I always make sure I have something even on the boat, like we have a little tiny, uh, we have some, some little herbs that I get from the store that I feel like, okay, I can smell the soil. I can be with the soil and just having a little bit of that brings you to that grace and that reverence with the earth. And, you know, today with our modern food production systems and so many overcrowded cities, many of us really have lost that intimacy and nourishment that comes from working directly with the earth. So this, and this connection is really, really important. Just like a seed in all of us, it can easily be awakened by a conscious practice of growing and tending to plants because then, then we're growing and tending to our own gardens. So when we care and we grow things and we tend to them, even just like I said, like a house plant, a pot of herbs on a windowsill or anything of that nature, it can have the ability to really restore our fundamental connection to the earth and the anima Monday and remind us of our place in this beautiful interconnectedness of all of this planet and creation and of life. And, you know, it, it, in essence, a gardening practice is so grounded in the principles of spiritual ecology. It rests on the recognition, you know, of our participation with the great, beautiful web, the spider web of life and reminds us that everything is connected and works in coherence with everything else. Gardening takes us, like, I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Just take a moment to close your eyes if you're not driving and listening to this. And just feel the presence of the earth when you put your hands and, like, imagine your hands going deep into the soil and pulling out the roots of the earth. And just putting, like moving your hands around. What does it feel like? Does it feel sensual? Does it feel home? Does it feel grounding? Gardening enters us into a creative relationship with all of the elements. The plants that you grow, the soil, the sun, the water, the temperature and quality of the air, the wind and the rain, 
the turning of the season, the microbes and the minerals inhabiting the soil, other plants and insects and animals. It lets you understand the natural world and sees the biodiverse mechanisms that we are a part of and that we need. And it can easily become this foundation in which you shape your life. So just take that in. And and if I haven't invited you to, you know, or you're not feeling inspired to garden at this point, then, you know, I, I get it. If you can't do it, it's fine, but just, just try. And it could be as simple as, like I said, a plant, a house plant, some herbs, and just tending to them, tending to those parts of you. And then you get to see like how everything comes together and how everything is all connected. So that sort of wraps up our topic today. And I really just hope that that, you know, lands with you and you're just feeling this conversation as it expands and grows within you and that you take this out into the world that you take this because this is this is now your call to action. This is now you you know the information. You're hearing the call. You know what to do. So take the action and and change and spread this message and like I did last week, you know, I really would love for you to share this message with someone you love, your eco warrior tribe, your your brothers, your sisters, somebody you think that would really love to hear this and please don't forget to, you know, leave us a rating and review if you're really loving the episodes, if they've changed your heart, if they have done anything for you, just go ahead and press pause right now and go down to the bottom of your screen and leave us a rating review or leave me a rating and review, you know, like, let me see what this has been doing for you because I love to see that you're out there and it really helps us grow and bring more of our new earth community, rainbow warrior tribe in. Uh, Thank you guys so much. This has been such a treat to dive into this conversation with you. Next week, we're going to be getting into sort of a complex topic and I'm feeling a little intimidated by it, but I feel confident that I'm going to get through it. Um, The part three of spiritual ecology is the Gaia hypothesis which is a bit of a controversial uh, subject because it's it's it was actually fo- founded upon a brilliant um, scientist that was a vi- very independent scientist called James Lovelock, and he was really the pioneer of this this theory. So we're going to be getting into that, what it means. I'm gonna I'm gonna be as basic as I can. <laughs> well, maybe not basic, but deep. You know, I like to go deep, but I'm gonna explain it in basic terms because it can get very complex understanding the science behind some of the things that we're talking about because the whole point of spiritual ecology is understanding both the spiritual and the science part and we really haven't tapped into that science aspect yet so we're going to get into that next week i hope you've been enjoying these as always i love you guys and you know go go outside spend some time in nature be with her love her put your hands in the soil and i'll see you next week bye for now brothers and sisters i love you today's podcast is brought to you by clarity the complete non-toxic zero waste all natural home cleaning solution co-founded and created by yours truly Clarity naturally cleans your home without using harmful chemicals, protects the environment with zero-waste packaging, is convenient and cost-saving by delivering concentrates directly to your door, and best of all, it makes cleaning fun. 
It's simple and affordable to bring clarity to your home. Grab one of our zero waste home cleaning kits to get you started or the ready to go all purpose bottle and you have everything you need to remove toxic chemicals and plastics from your cleaning ritual. Sign up for a subscription to receive our concentrate refills and you have everything you need without a trip to the grocery store. Simply visit Clarity, that's spelled C-L-A-R-Y-T-I dot com and use the promo code ECOTRIBE for your exclusive 10% off discount. Thank you so much for being part of this New Earth community and making our world a greener place. Lele, ooh, lele, ooh, lele, ooh.